everybody welcome back in to another episode of the young podcast uh we we really appreciate you guys listening last week we had an amazing episode with one of our our good friends uh morgan the colonel sanders uh talking about the ladies midweek uh, at una i actually i don't think she was allowed to call it midweek so it was like something else um but yeah, so so this week we got on we got on our our executive producer but before we introduce him i'm your host josh robinson this is Nick Borden. And we have on one of our absolute favorite returning guests, executive producer, Austin Coots. Austin, how are we doing today, man? Good, guys. Just blessed to be on. Just blessed to be on. You're re- <laughs> hey, you, you're really drumming up the, the, the Christian man thing, because uh, we brought Austin on today. We, we, we got done with the um, the last podcast, and we were like, man, that was really good. Do we want to kind of keep this keep this you know, college fraternity sorority ball rolling like a, a couple more weeks. And we we're like, absolutely. We got college football starting. And we we're like, who do we know that was in a frat that was like pretty like, like would have some good stories. And after about two seconds of thinking, Nick and I were both like, we have to have executive producer Austin on. He's He's got to have him. So executive producer Austin, give us, give us your uh, credentials for uh, your, your time as a, as a brother in the, the fraternity game, the Greek life. Yeah, so I was, um, for four years, I was a brother of Alpha Tau Omega um, at Troy University. And for one of those years, I even served on the exec board um, as the historian, which was basically just the one exec board position that you could get and not have to do anything. <laughs> that's that's hey, the position Nick would have. That's exactly the position I would go for at that. So shout out to you, it was, you Austin. Yeah, <laughs> it was the best. Like you got to sit in on all the juicy exec meetings, oh. but you like the only thing you had to do, like it was a hundred percent your responsibility to get the composite picture. Like the year, you know, every year it. you have a picture. <laughs> yeah, everybody has to come in on a certain day get the picture taken. I like a I composite mean, picture. That was your yeah. yeah. So basically, like you know, two days of the year you had to do a lot of every other day you were just that exec member that shows up and doesn't have to actually do anything to kick your feet up awesome. and, and let all the juice roll out yeah no that's exactly yeah. that is exactly <laughs> what nick would do that's like what i strive for in life you know what i'm nick saying would like, be a part of an organization and they'd be like man you've been a part of this organization for a long time everyone likes you we got to get you some sort of an executive role and you would be like if I can have a position where I do absolutely nothing, but I have a title, yeah. and I get to listen to all the juicy meetings, and then I'll do it. Otherwise, it's a no for me, dog. So that's, yeah, that sounds up. about right. That's what you should have done, Nick. You should have joined a frat. It's like, like I will be the. It's historian. like I'm there for. Well, I almost did that at UNA already. I turned down. The <laughs> I forget position, about remember? that. <laughs> we forget that Nick was so. a, a Nick was legit a vice president of a of a college yeah. organization for all of but, two months. Uh, VP of. VP of fundraising, and it turns out I don't actually have to do the fundraising like the head guy does. And so I'm just kind of the fundraiser in title alone. So well yeah. done. Now, if we could just hey. find a position like that in the real world where you get paid a lot of money and not do anything, that's what I'm we'd saying. Be on I think those that's positions what... exist. You just have to have rich like fathers. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Which I, th- I think Thanks, all three man. of us, all, all three of us are lacking. <laughs> <laughs> love I just need to marry a rich girl. I love marry a rich girl and I'll be fine. You know, it, like it don't work like that, that though. Like rich guys can marry, you know, poor poor girls, but it doesn't work the other way around. 
All right, bro. I'll, we'll see if I can charm my way through it. But. You got it. Hey, snake yeah. it till you make it, man. Snake it till you make it. Yeah, so. Facts. All right, Mr. Austin. We uh, so we spent we dedicated an entire episode last week to like the five day process of of going through bid week at uh, for sorority at at UNA. You have informed us that it it, it is going to take much 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 less time to talk about. <laughs> is it bid week or rush week or what, what's what's the official title? I think it was just called Rush. I mean, Rush. I'm I'm like I'm six, seven years removed from this, but I think it was just called uh, Rush. You're an old. You're um, old. Yeah, <laughs> and like the funny, like by the time I was a senior, it wasn't a week. Like you, you, they instituted what was called summer recruiting, and so you had so many bids that you could give out before the semester even started, um, and so it, it even like further de-emphasized the week that was rush or whatever. Yeah. And so, I mean, I mean, that wasn't a thing when I went through, but I already knew who I was going to get a bid from and knew what, that I was going to sign it. And so, yeah, probably one afternoon, they take you to all the houses um, and you have to spend like 15 minutes in each house. And then you go back to whatever house you want to hang out at, hang out there. The next night you go back and get a bid um if you don't get a bid from the house you want you try somewhere else and, and keep going down the lower tier of fraternities until someone accepts you <laughs> but, <laughs> oh my gosh and that's and that's pretty much it like it, it really wasn't much of a process and, it, and like i say especially you know once you once summer recruiting got to be a thing and, and i would stay behind in the summers and help recruit um you know you, you're kind of stingy with your 30 or 15 however many bids you had but um yeah, it, it really de-emphasized the whole rush week for the fraternities. It wasn't much of an advantage. Gotcha. But now rush for the women, yeah, whole nother thing. Um, matter of fact, my like second day at Troy as a measly little freshman, um, some of the fraternity brothers were like, hey, we're going to go watch. And we were like, what? And so at Troy, all of, like there's a sorority hill. Like, it's all there. I think it's similar to Alabama and probably similar to a lot of other places. And they come out of the gymnasium and run to the house, whatever oh house they gosh. got a bid from. And so all those guys sitting there on the hill act like we're timing 40. Oh, my gosh. And just waiting for somebody to trip. Because somebody's like, going to. It's so, like it's praying for somebody to trip. Um, it's hundreds but, yeah. of girls wearing shoes that they cannot run in trying to run 40 times. Yeah. It's, not it's a spectacle. Work. Oh, my gosh. Oh my gosh. Absolute gosh. spectacle. <laughs> we... You need to take us back. We got. We, we take, you, yeah. You, you got to take us, and we can we can make this into some content next se- next season. We'll we'll wear like scout gear. We'll we'll have it all. It'll be great. We'll have a radar yeah, I mean, gun here's the thing. I'll throw on I'll throw on some khakis. I'll throw on you know the the blazer. It'll be fine. You know. We'll you gotta get a stop a stopwatch like the time in the forties. Yes. Yes. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I'm dead. Wow. So yeah, yeah. No, it's it sounds a much much less um involved then yeah than the and much, side. much more chill much less dramatic much, much less dramatic did you ever like get to a house and they open the door and a bunch of guys are like chanting stuff at you or were they like normal no people? but the um the weirdest not, not necessarily the weirdest so like each fraternity kind of has their stereotypes and right people will be like deny that the stereotypes don't exist but they exist and so you had the old fraternity and they just got kicked off campus this past year and I'm too removed to really care or be in the know as to why, but they were like the oldest fraternity kind of known for 
the drugs and you know they weren't Fraternity the most active yeah they weren't the most academic <laughs> or the most involved or anything like that but but they were a good time and i'll never forget walking into their house like not like me and and whoever was in my rush group like i found the guy that was going to sign ato as well we were hanging out and i'll never forget walking into the delta Chi house most of the time it was brothers like you know formally wanting to shake your hand introduce themselves and you know it was, it was kind of formal you walk into delta Chi, it's two girls red low-cut dresses on and everything hanging out there saying hey boys and it's like <laughs> All right, stereotypes for real. Well, <laughs> wow, wow. So obviously, you know, it was between ATO and Delta Chi. You're like, eh, I'll probably be safer than ATO, you know. But you yeah, know. A- ATO yeah. was was considered always, the quote unquote always Christian one, right? Correct. And there were two on campus that were quote unquote Christian, but the other one isn't even really a fraternity. They don't even have Greek letters, and that's Farmhouse. What? Um, and that was yeah. That was always our problem, but they're they're a fraternity, um, air quotes. And, but they don't have Greek letters, and it just so, sounds like they're know, a club. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 mean, I, I won't get into it. Okay, okay. Austin, I got I got to say this. The more so, I was never involved at Greek life, as you can imagine, at the University of Alabama in Huntsville. Uh, Greek life existed, but it was not. It was never like uh, it was never a huge thing for all of us. Given you could have you could have fooled me with the Saturdays are for the boys flag in your room. There, that's a personal. You me. That's that's a that's a personal <laughs> statement. This is that does not represent the University of Alabama in Huntsville. Go Chargers! But the more I keep hearing about this, and like you know, each fraternity or sorority has X amount of bids, and you're all kind of jockeying for like the it people. It really sounds like. There should be like a draft day, like like there should there should be a war room, like I think like all the fraternities and sororities should get into like the the gymnasium or whatever. They all have their desks. They all have like their phones. Call them back to the call them back to the 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 house, and be like, all right, with the first pick, first overall pick in the first round of of the the twenty twenty one, uh, Tr- Troy University fraternity draft, we pick, you know. Kevin Smith from Danville High School. So I, yeah, I and like honestly, it's a, it's a little more like that than you would even realize. Um, especially when they instituted summer bids and there were limited amounts of them. Yeah, yeah, there were plenty of like war room type calls of, "Hey, um, was there ever a trade?" Got, I mean, not necessarily. Like you didn't talk to other fraternities about it. Right. But you're like, you'd be like, hey, you got so and so's brother um, that really wants to be an ATO. Uh, he's kind of weird. Uh, <laughs> his, his GPA is decent, but I mean, I think he'll probably stick around until we go through real rush. And we got so and so, and he's a stud. And I think we use a summer bid on him and just wait to see what happens with so and so's brother. Wow. Um, and so, like, it, it, that happened a lot. This sounds like a coaches um, meeting, like recruiting, like yeah. co- college football players. Yeah, yeah. Like you don't want to give up a scholarship. Yeah, yeah. You, maybe you only got so many scholarships. So and so loves this so much they'll try to walk on. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> We're trying That's to get a walk on. It's like, hey, yeah. hey, man, you're not, you're not gonna make it. You hey. know, we, we can't, we can't afford hey, to man. throw away this spot on you, but you know, maybe you can walk on. Hey, bro, if you keep working hard. We'll- Hey, just keep working hard. We'll put you on scholarship. Yeah, hey, so this is a funny story. One time, it was uh, it was like B 
bid night, I think, like the night that everybody was getting bids. Um, summers was over. I mean, this was like rush week or rush day, weekend, whatever we called it. Um, and and I spoke up in chapter because I thought I'd be cool and like, you know, I didn't have a heart or something. And I'd be like, hey, I want to be the one that delivers the bad news to these fools that ain't getting bids. <laughs> I don't I don't know what got into me. Heartless. <laughs> that I thought I could Heartless. handle that. I couldn't handle it. <laughs> so I'll never forget the awkward conversation I had to have with this one kid who oh, didn't no. make grades. He he his grades weren't good. Yeah. He was kind of odd, but he really wanted to be an ATO. And, and you had to tell stupid, him. My stupid self signed up to go out there and tell him that he wasn't going to be oh, an ATO that night. I'm dead. Why I thought I wanted to do that, I don't know. At what point did in time anybody, did the confidence leave? About the moment they said, "All right, Coots, you signed up for it. Go tell him." And oh I was my like, gosh! Uh, oh, y'all, y'all were serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> y'all mean we just can't let him like hang out and he, he can figure it out. He's not going to get a bid. Like he can just hang out. He'll figure it out, guys. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Austin's walking around like the Grim Reaper. Like anytime Austin starts coming up to you, you know it's bad news. <laughs> like you're out of here. <laughs> you hit him with like the the back pat, and then you shake the hand. And it's like, hey man, you know. Unfortunately, you've not been selected. Right. Maybe, maybe yeah, later on was, you get picked up rough. in free agency or something. It was rough. That that yeah. that had to that must have sucked. What was like? Yeah. What was the worst? Did anyone? Obviously, these are guys. But did anyone cry? Like not getting in. <sighs> did anyone cry? I. If it did, I didn't see it. I want to say there were stories. Gotcha. Like like I heard stories of people crying. Um. God, it seems like I'm like barely, like almost recollecting a really good story that had to do with that, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. Make it up, man. You, uh, you don't, you don't just make it. Up. Yeah, make it up. I mean, our listeners will never know. They'll never. Know. <laughs> oh my! All right, so so that that's kind of bit. So obviously, hazing is illegal in the United States. So we would never ask you to incriminate yourself or your fraternity because, of course, y'all didn't haze, right? There was no hazing. Right. But was there ever, you know, what what kind of obligations? Because obviously you're the low man on the totem pole. Uh, you, you get in the frat. Um, are, are there any sort of, like, obligations? Are there any sort of, like, um, you know, house chores that, that these cats have to do that, that may, may or may not be, uh, you know, the most, uh, I don't know what the word is, the, the most uh, dignified tasks? So when I was a pledge, I'll never forget, I, we got in trouble for something. I mean, you, you got in trouble for whatever when you were a pledge. I'll never forget. It's like we were a, a Christian to drink on our property. Um, and so we, we did something that got us, landed us in a little trouble with our pledge master. And the Sunday after homecoming, we had to go and pick up all the beer bottles and beer cans out of front row. Like every oh single God. one of wow. them. And I'll never forget, I had I, my pledge master was this weird dude from Warrior, Alabama. I mean, Backwoods, John Mann was his name. John Mann. That's, a, he, he that's looks, a football coach name. He yeah, better be coaching. Tell, I mean, just like Backwoods, like Shine Runner kind of vibes. And he tells us, we're like, we start out on the, the style of front row. And like we're all pissed about it. And I'll never forget, he looks at us and says, if a car's coming, move. And we're like, nah, John. Like, I was just going to, like, lay down and let it run me over. Oh, my like, gosh. 
But yeah, I mean, it was it was just goofy little stuff like that. Like when, when we say we didn't haze, like we we really did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we really didn't haze. I mean, we we had this one like little goofy ritual that I wouldn't consider hazing, but we did make you consent to it, and like nobody ever didn't consent to it. Right. Um, the funniest thing I did though that probably could be considered hazing. Um, we had this cat, and he, so part of the pledges. Um, responsibility is they have to interview every single brother. Right. Um, so that way they get to know them better. And then they have a green book, which is mine's probably sitting over there in that bookshelf somewhere. And, and in that green book is like all of the um, non secrets about the training, like so all the history, um, all the non secret rituals and stuff like that. And you had to get every single brother's signature in that green book. And so it, you could always kind of like make it a task. Like, hey, you want to get my green book, do this, whatever. I, I wasn't big into that. But one time I was a uh, sophomore. Um, oh, so you were real big I, in the britches then, sophomore. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you were like fresh brother. And maybe I was a junior. I don't, I don't remember. And um, I was I was at my house, which was off campus. Um, had a girl over and hey, she was yo. just like, she's like, I want cookie cake. I just want cookie cake. And I was like, oh, I mean, Walmart's a long way away. Like, she said, I know, I don't want you to go get it, but I just want cookie cake. And then it dawned on me. That's what pledges are for. <laughs> and so I call up a pledge that I knew would do it. And I said, hey, man, you still need my green book signature, don't you? He's like, yes, sir. And I said, bro, go get me a cookie cake from Walmart and come to my house and I'll give you your interview and your green book signature. And literally oh, 20 God. minutes later, he shows up with a cookie cake from Walmart. <laughs> That that sounds like something that you would you would have done to me at that yeah. at that point yeah. in our friendship. Oh my gosh. Wow. That's like okay. intern type stuff. You're like, hey intern, you know, if you want you want the job, you know, hey, just yeah, right. we'll, we'll see what we'll see what we can do. Yeah, because so, so so apparently things haven't changed because I have an intern that reports to me at work now and I had him I, I paid for it at least. But I did have him go get us a bunch of handles ice cream the other day. <laughs> Wow, something's. I guess say. old habits die hard. Old habits <laughs> die hard. Oh my gosh, oh, that's amazing. That gum. Well, that, thank you for for sharing some some old stories. So, okay, question. So, Morgan, when she was on, there were some things that she absolutely like could not and would not like sealed lips would not talk about like very closed door. Does. How like how well, deep to, is that well, right? well, she said it to where she it sounded like she was kind of like drinking the Kool Aid almost. So I can never tell you that. Uh, oh, okay, she but she the drank real, the Kool Aid for this. Insane. Morgan Sanders, so one you, of our one of our good close you know friends. We've yeah. been friends for like six seven months. Uh, you know, love her to death and everything. Would would do just about anything for. But she's she's a Kool Aid drinker. She's she's gonna join a group. She she. And, which hey, that's oh, fine. absolutely that's fine. And Austin, you're like one of the more level-headed people, realistic people that I know on this earth. And so if you, you say, you know what, I really can't tell you, I would believe you. But is there some stuff that you just like flat out cannot tell us that are just some like ATO brotherhood secrets that will die with the brotherhood and all that good stuff? Yeah. So, I mean, there's is what you call ritual. And so right. I mean, it's stuff that only gets pulled out like, during um initiations and so yeah i mean there's stuff that you're not going to talk about like i could get my badge pulled from it even though i'm a alumni or whatever um but the 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 funniest part of all like that is 
you know, you're always like, man, what is it all? And then you find it out and you're like, I, I could live my life without knowing that. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of cool, but, um, so, I mean, it's not like, I mean, I, I don't know where a pot of gold is buried in, you know, Philadelphia. Or anything, right. right? right. <laughs> you, uh, you, don't, you don't have like some combination to some, you, you don't, you don't get invited to some like resort every year. We're just billionaires link no, up and right. okay. No. Do you ever you okay. ever have to take like a blood oath? You ever have to slice open the hand and like no. blood brothers, blood? brothers for life. <laughs> very no, cool. very definitely cool. not. Right. Okay, one more question. Um, so as far as other fraternities at Troy, not your own. But I was listening, I was listening to this podcast and this guy was talking about how for as a pledge he had to eat an onion that had hot sauce and piss on oh it. Oh my gosh. He had to eat the whole thing within like five minutes. Like skin and everything. Have you, yeah, skin and everything. So have you heard of anything similar or remotely close to that going on? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. We, thanks to um, the, I won't name the fraternity, but they didn't have Greek letters. If that oh. lends you any, <laughs> any, any clue. We, we had my freshman or sophomore year one, the whole Greek community had to attend a hazing seminar. Um, uh. and, and it was just a monstrosity. Um, this woman got up there and like just spewed a bunch of craziness, said something about like tattoos in the workplace. And that was, do y'all, y'all, y'all remember the app? Um, Yik Yak. Yik Yak. It's bad. Yes. Hey. hey. It's hey, back. It's coming back, Austin. It's, it's back. coming back. No, it's not. Big fact. I thought they like went bankrupt. They had Bro, Brian back, Bum twenty twenty one. Brian Bumgarner or whatever his name is, the guy that played Kevin from The Office. Apparently, yeah. he's like the number one uh, earner on the uh, freaking what's it called? That thing where you can get like a celebrity, the cameo. The cameo thing. He's like the number one yeah. earner, and they got him to announce that it was coming back. No way. Yeah, yeah. So, so hey, anyway, it's coming back. Yik Yak was a thing at that point, and it was all like geolocation. So, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. everybody's just everybody's just tearing into this seminar. But anyway, so what? I, I don't have the straight facts, um, but what had happened from what I recall, and from what was pretty well vetted, was um, a pledge was made to do push-ups, but a certain large sexual device was put at his mouth and literally tore parts of his trachea. What? Was this what? was yeah. this on on campus? At your campus? I don't know if it was on campus or not. I just know that was the rumor that wow that's was what was what what, what caused all of that and caused all of us all of us to be wow. in hazing. Classes. That that reminds me of of the blower blow game. Uh, have have you have you heard of that story, Austin? The blower blow game. Blower blow game. Oh, I mean, it's probably. Yeah, exactly I mean, it sounds like it, it's it exactly what like you it's think. Something to do with it's cocaine it's, or sexual favors. Exactly. Yeah, that's Bingo. exactly what yeah. the game is. There was yeah. a there was a sorority at the uh, University of Indiana, In, uh, Bloomington. And yeah. In, Indiana Bloomington. Yeah, Indiana yeah. Bloomington and. Uh, they they had all these uh, all these I don't know what I don't know what girl uh, what sorority pledges so it, yeah it was a sorority it was a bunch of lingerie clad sisters got brought down to the basement and they had to choose blow or blow and so then they all made their choice but then they were like ha it's a prank bro turns out it wasn't real 
and yeah. and one one of the sisters snitched and uh and got basically the whole like that chapter of the the sorority shut down as you can imagine yeah yeah i'm interested i wish i knew more i was telling you about how delta Chi got pulled off campus this past year i i wish i knew why because i have a feeling it was rough <laughs> but I, I i don't even know rumors on that one well if you if you want to quit your day job as being a very successful uh you know information systems guy uh and do some investigative journalism for us we, we would be more than more than welcome to have you you're already executive producer austin so you know we can't really pay anything but you know it, it you get paid in the stories and breaking the news as soon as, as soon as we're making money austin you'll be making money be as making well money. so that's that's, that's like how it goes well all right before we oh. get before we get talking about some college football austin you said you got one more story that uh, that you would you would like to share. So let, let's have it, man. This this has got to be good. So, so one of my favorite favorite fraternity moments. I remind my best friend of it all the time. So fraternities, was, it was awesome. It was a great great experience. Love it. Would do it again. Met some of my best friends um, to this day there. But I say all that because I'm going to tell you a good one. Um, I was in an exec meeting one time. And uh, mind you, I didn't have to do anything to be an exec. I just was at the meetings and took care of the composite. And my best friend was the president. And I don't even know what we were discussing, but it really ticked him off. And I'll never forget, he was going, we were seniors. um, And so he was leaving. He was just going to leave the meeting. Like it was his meeting. (laughs) And so he was going to leave the meeting. And the best part was he had – he came from Bible study, so he has his Bible with him as he's, like, storming out in a fit of rage. And one of the younger, hot-headed brothers that no one really likes spat off to him. And he turns around and was basically something to the extent of, I'll kick your right here. And the other dude stands up and Hunter laughs. He's like, let me put my Bible down first. <laughs> so, <laughs> And so it, it never, it never went to a fruition. But I'll, like every time I see him, and we when we start talking about, it, I'm like, hey man, let me put my Bible down, first. My Bible down before, I, before we start throwing these hands. A lot of oh my god! So I mean, you, 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 yeah, you fight. You're, you're basically like brother. I mean, it really is like a brotherhood. So it, it was a lot of fun. I don't, I enjoyed it. Would do it again. That is funny. Very, very, very cool. Jeez. Very nice. All right, so that's that's enough uh, that's enough fraternity talk. That's enough college talk. Whoa, eh, we're gonna keep it in the college realm. Y'all, y- y'all know what's going on uh, this this Saturday? You, I heard there's like a, like some football games going on. Y'all know anything about that? Finally, we had uh, we had week one kickoff. No pun intended. Um, last Saturday there was it was five games I believe. There was one like, what, you, what you could barely call a serious game. This is Nebraska and Illinois? Did y'all watch any of that? Absolutely, I did. I wanted to watch Scott Frost get embarrassed. Did you watch how the first two points of the the twenty twenty one season uh, was a was a punt safety? Punt safety, baby. <laughs> I loved it. I loved every second of that. Every I second. I don't of know that. why. I'm. I don't like. Maybe it's the whole UCF thing, but I can't stand Scott Frost. Uh-huh. And so to watch him get embarrassed by. Of all people, Brett Belima, who was yeah. a horrendous coach in the SEC. Bro, horrendous coach, but he has a hot wife. I've met her, took a picture with oh her. Oh, my gosh. Gorgeous. That doesn't like, make like, any sense. She's like 15 years younger than him. 
Yeah. Yeah. And not only is he a horrible coach, but he's a goofy looking dude. Like he yeah, looks he like is. an aardvark. He really like a does, literal bro, in real life. Well, he's fat. He has that fat face with that short little haircut. And it's just, yeah, it's funny. Yeah. So, I mean, Scott Frost got beat by an aardvark first year coach. Good job, buddy. He Way does look like an aardvark. It's just like, I just looked him up. He yeah. does look like an aardvark. That is yeah. wild. Bro, it's just funny because people kept saying, like, I saw these tweets that came back up from like three, four years ago when they're like, oh, man, Scott Frost going to win multiple national titles at Nebraska, put him, put him on the top of the Big Ten. It's going to be amazing. And nope. Nothing. Nothing. Mackenzie Milton was the reason UCF was what they were. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, now that Tennessee basically took UCF's AD and head coach and just moved them over to Tennessee, it's like they're not going to be able to do anything in the SEC. And now Gus Malzahn's just going to have a, you know, a fun little ride over there in Orlando chilling. Yeah. So. yeah his offense will work in that environment, yeah. but it's not going to work in any major college football system ever again. Everybody figured it out. Yeah. What are your uh, what are your thoughts on Oklahoma and Texas joining the big uh, the SEC? I think it's. I mean, I'm cool with it. Like, I think yeah, the yeah. more the merrier. The harder you make the SEC, um, the more every game matters. The more you got to step up every week. Um, I I think it. There's no longer the Power Five conferences. Um, right. The big the Big Ten can't consider itself a Power Five school without Texas or Oklahoma. Um, so, I mean, in my opinion, what should happen, I think you should realign the Big 12 and the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I got that one right, right? No, yeah. Big 10. Sorry. Is it the Big – the Big 10 is um, Ohio State, Michigan. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, realign the Big 10 and the Pac-12 together to make a super conference. And it really wouldn't even be that super of a conference, but it would be something. Right. And then realign the what's the good teams left out of the Big 12 and the ACC. Notre Dame joined the ACC actually, like, officially. Right. Um, and then you have the Big 3. And, and I think that's, that's the only way anybody can hold a candle to the SEC. And even then, like, even it's not it's close. Not work but, like that. <laughs> no, it's not close, but it's better than trying to compare the Pac-12 – to the SEC with Texas and Oklahoma. Right. Yeah. It's um That's true. It's going to be interesting. If they do something I mean, like that, they I think all three of those conferences just need to abandon the the NCAA and just make their <laughs> make their own thing. Well, now with the now with the whole NIL rule, like the NCAA, it's like you can abolish the NCAA and just start playing, you know, without everything of that. So Austin, what do you think uh, what do you think about the new NIL? rule and all these players like for instance Bryce Young now is reportedly making you know over a million dollars in endorsements without having his first start ever at Alabama until this upcoming Saturday that's in that was insanity to make a million dollars on your name image image likeness and you never started a game um pure insanity but I mean if it brings back NCAA football like on the PS5 Oh my! Hey, if that comes back, Go Entertainment will officially have like the day that it drops. We will have s- some sort of a NCAA tournament. It's just, just it's just so celebrate. funny that Denard. Ro- it's just funny that Denard Robinson has relevancy still because of NCAA fourteen. Him being on the cover of it. Yep, uh, that's it. Yep, like the last one standing, bro. That is that. I'm so ready for NCAA. Come back. Yeah, I mean. 
I mean, the NIL rule doesn't bother me. I'm not like you're not one of those guys. No, nah, I'm not one of those like old school guys. Like, oh, you're paying them with an education. They shouldn't make any more money. Like, no, like they're they're raking in millions of dollars for these schools. Let them make a little bit while they're there. Let them make a little bit of scratch. Um, yeah, and I mean, it's it's I mean, it's really good for like these small town schools with these not so known players that you know they may have like a a tuition scholarship, but they're putting themselves in debt over in, you know, Louisiana Lafayette for their shot at the NFL. Um, for instance, like my cousin, um, I've got a cousin that is dating a football player at Eastern Kentucky um, with a local car lot. Um, I, some, it got like either, it was either going to be like a fifteen twenty thousand $20,000 deal or he was going to get a new car. Um, and like nobody, unless you're in Eastern Kentucky, you wouldn't know his name. And so, I mean, for people like that, I think it, I think it's going to be good. I mean, it's, it adds a whole other aspect in coaching. It adds a whole other aspect in recruiting. Oh, absolutely. But I mean, the rich get richer in recruiting. I mean, yeah. and, and Saban did not by mistake mention that. Oh yeah. By the way, my quarterback that hasn't started a game's already made seven figures. Like no. that was not a mistake. That's a huge no. recruiting tool. Is so it? I think the rich are going to get richer in that regard. But oh, I mean, that was already that was already happening. You've had the same four teams in the mix every year for the past five years. Yeah, right? it's it's. Um, I mean, unless you did something like an NFL draft, like to to get high school players, it. The recruitment game is just the rich are going to get richer. The you know the broker yeah. are going to continue to struggle upon. Um, well, I mean, with the with the news today of Matt Jones now being the starter at New in New England with Alabama, three straight quarterbacks now being starters in the NFL, and now you have this whole name, image, and likeness rule. Like it's that's about to be a quarterback factory until Saban leaves. It's yeah, absolutely it, insane. I mean, so, I mean, I Nick Saban knocks on your door. I mean, obviously, you're going regardless because it's bam. Right. But Nick Saban knocks on your door. You're like, you, you can see the writing on the wall. You're like, my my day has come. I'm about to make seven figures just to get through college, and then I'm probably going to start wherever I go. So, right. Yeah, I, I, I it hit me today when that news came out. You remember that meme that circulated? You know, probably two years ago. It had. Uh, Tua, Jalen, and Matt when they when all three were on the same team, and like yeah. they said. Not gonna lie, the greatest quarterback room of all time. Oh, yeah. was like, I was like, really? Like, you know, Jamin was special in the right offense, and you know, two is certainly special. But Matt, I was like, ah. but then like, all right, yeah, that mean was that was a hundred percent true. That was the greatest quarterback room of all time. It's insane. It's it's it doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I my mind is still blown. Like seeing these pictures and like all three now NFL starters. Yeah. Two of them in their second year, one of them his first year. It's, it blows my mind. And the craziest thing, the only, I mean, I would say the only one really fighting for his job right now is Tua, yeah. which yeah. really is not what you would have expected because, I mean, yeah. the, the pass released Cam, so I don't even know who is behind Mac Jones. Right. Um, I, think, not, I don't know if they have, like, Brian Hoyer maybe because I think they released uh, Jared Stidham. So, I think, like, Brian Hoyer maybe, and he's not going to start over uh, – Matt Jones, oh. so no, but that's absolutely crazy. I um, who Austin? If you had to give right now your prediction, just way too early, before right, you know, a few days before we have the official kickoff of all the teams, who is your four in the playoffs 
if you had to just guess, you know, four teams right now that you expect to see in the playoffs, who would that be? Give it, give it at least one dark horse. At least one. Right. Well, obviously, I think we could all spit out the four that we would think. Right. So, I mean, I, I, Oklahoma breezes through their schedule. I don't know that Spencer Rattler is as talented as everybody thinks he is, but they're not in the SEC yet. They're going to breeze through right. their schedule, win the Big 12, and they'll be one of the four. Um, I think the same goes with Clemson. You know, we'll see what Miami's got when they face Alabama, but that's the only real test that my, that Clemson's going to have to face. So you got to give them a spot. Um, so, are you, so are you already saying that you think Clemson's going to beat Georgia this Saturday? Is that your prediction? I don't I, – yeah. I mean, is that my prediction? Yeah. <laughs> I, I just – I don't have any faith in Kirby Smart. Like, everybody said yeah. he's going to do what Nick did at, at Tuscaloosa, and, I mean, he's half the coach Nick Saban. I mean, and half the coach of Nick Saban's not a bad coach. Like, you're going to yeah. win double-digit games every year, but you're not going to contend for a title year in and year out. Yeah. I mean, they were so confident to let go of Mark Ricks and like, all right, this is the guy. He's going to turn the tide they, for us. He's, he's no. literally doing the exact same thing that Mark Ricks has done year in, year out. So, very funny. Yeah. Um, I don't really have a good dark horse. I mean, I, Bama's in the mix. Um, Saban will find and, a way. And another news, the sky is blue. Okay, so. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can't not give Bama a spot. I mean, I know I'm a huge Bama fan, and I see through red and white lenses, but you can't not give Bama a spot. Facts are facts. I mean, it's Nick Saban. Yeah. He, he's going to pull something out of his – but even in a rebuilding year, he'll make it to the playoffs. So – I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a Google real quick on NCAA rankings to try to find a dark horse because I can't even. Yeah, it's weird because I feel like there's not like there's no real big name quarterback that's returning this year. Uh huh. Because all of all of them went to the draft this past year. Yeah, so. Spencer Rattler is the only one that and he looked so shaky. He was so shaky in so many games last year. Lost me exactly. a lot of games on college pick'em last year, so I really don't like Spencer Rattler, to be honest. Speaking of which, this is what we call a segue in the business. While Austin's doing that, uh, we have a college pick'ems group that we're doing this season for um, Go Entertainment. Just something to get all the fans involved. Uh, see, Austin, what this is, because I, I know you don't have any you know experience or anything like this. Uh, what, what we do is you, you ESPN picks 10 games every Saturday, and you pick who you think is going to win going down the list, and then you assign a confidence order. So each confidence slot, one through ten, has points associated with it. You know, your least your least likely to win, that's going to be in your one spot. If that wins, if that hits, you get one point. If it doesn't hit, you don't get any points. And uh, you're most likely, like when Alabama's playing, you know, I don't even know who, uh, like Akron or Austin Pay or whoever it is. Uh, obviously, you're gonna put that in your ten spot, and if it hits, then you get ten points. If it doesn't hit, you 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 don't get those ten points. So we're we're doing one of those. The link is going to be in the Instagram link tree. Uh, we'll give the every week there will be a winner. We'll give them a shout out on one of the shows, if not both of the shows. And then at the end of the season, we're gonna I mean we're gonna hook y'all up big with some goat merch and like a fifty dollar gift card to Amazon. It's gonna be I mean you're gonna be rolling in it. I can see Austin now. He's 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 chomping at the bit yeah. to, to get involved. I appreciate so, the fifty dollar gift card there, Josh. Already? There yeah, you go. yeah. Yeah. So Yeah, he's already talking to Smack. Austin, are you aware of how obsessed your young mentor Joshua Robinson is with BYU? 
Are you, are you aware of that obsession that he has with them? You're not slipping into Mormonism, are you, Josh? No. And the, the funny part about it is <laughs> this happened under your watch. My affection for Brigham Young University, God's country, uh, happened maybe, – maybe not God's country uh, – happened at your house. You remember we were hanging out one faithful Saturday afternoon in the fall. Your wife was out of town for whatever reason, so your, your best friend got the call. Y'all, I don't know if y'all understand this. Anytime Austin's wife goes out of town, I get a call or a text being like, hey, man, you want to you wanna come hang out? You want to hang out this Saturday? I'll, I'll cook you food. He – I mean – I'm I'm always down. If I'm free, a hundred percent of the time I'm down. But um, so his wife was out of town for whatever reason. I go over and we're watching football outside. And if BYU wins this, I think I was the only person to have BYU versus uh, yep. U- USC. I remember this. And uh, and they won. I, they won in like overtime, and I freaked out. You <sighs> won your pickums oh, yeah. because I of won it. my pickums because of yeah. it. And I, I made sure no, everyone. And we knew. were. And I also worked at Starbucks at the time. And I did the Snapchat from Josh. I started showing my boys that are around me at Starbucks. And he's like, you guys, I'm an idiot in every aspect of my life, except for one, picking college football. And then he picked And he's like, yeah, I guess. Yep. <laughs> it, hey, and I, I won that overall. No, Austin, Austin, you, don't, you need to understand this. No, you won overall that year. Overall that and year. Then, Nick, Nick kind of yeah. swept the floor with everybody the next year it was, Last year, it was yeah. pretty rough but pretty bro rough. what's crazy is austin he has since he's bought a byu shirt damn and he wore that and he wore that to church one wednesday night walking i'm like dude why are you wearing that he's like it's my team I'm it's like, my all team. right bro there you it's go my team i really like I, I, I pull for auburn but you know it's, byu's my team man they help me right. out. Yeah, they help me out i mean i, I wouldn't disagree that it's i mean it's a. I'm not gonna call it God's country, but y'all, yeah, you it's know probably not God's country, but you know, that's, you know that's my affection for the state of Utah. Oh, you you love yeah. Utah. This it's probably love your, Utah. Is it your favorite state? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, okay. I mean, incredible skiing, great golf. Um, really? You know, cons- yeah, dude, really. You get, you like so you can play golf in the. I've never done it. It's on my bucket list, but in the spring. You can play golf in the afternoons in the valley and go ski in the mornings, or vice versa, for that matter. I f- I just and obviously a you're thirty minute impe- ride up the canyon and you're skiing. I mean, you're in impeccable shape, so you know, shout out CrossFit, no free shout outs. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll, we still got to do that do that video. Austin put me through one of his workouts uh, a couple weeks uh, ago. I, yeah, one one of these days we're gonna come by and we're gonna record. Y'all, while Josh participates in your CrossFit was, workout, uh, making some content for the uh, for the company, it'll be great. The, the, the workout Bet. had like four or five different aspects to it, and uh, every single aspect he would be like, "So we're gonna be doing this." I'm like, "I can't do that," and he'd be like, "Well, we'll, we'll yeah. scale it down." And then he would tell me the next thing. I'm like, "There's no way I'm gonna be able to do it. like like pike push-ups where you like have your feet on a box and you make like a right angle with your body, and you're basically I, actually I think it was handstand push-ups it was. Like the the prescribed thing, I was like, "There's no way, there's no way, I'm not doing that." So, uh, but yeah, yeah, he got just, me through it. Get your regular pushups, Josh. I was incredibly dehydrated, so of course I got the stitches uh, afterwards. It was it was rough, and then afterward, I thought it was done. He goes, "Hey, uh, pick up those weights over there, hold them over your head, walk to like across the street and back." I was like, "What the freak?" And uh, and we did that 
three or four times. So that was that, that was, was amazing. So yeah, yeah, y'all get the. Now it won't be as embarrassing as it as it would have been earlier because you know the boys been the, uh, the boys been working out a little bit. You know, we've been hot, in the hot gym. Hot boy summer. Hot boy summer twenty twenty five coming in, <laughs> coming in hot. Uh, slow and steady wins the race, right? That's how it works. Uh, yeah, man. It's, it's, yeah, bro. It's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. So. Uh, Josh, before we get out of here, can we talk about this freaking Bishop Sycamore story that's circulating around the internet? That, Nick, I got on to Twitter, you know, where I get all of my news. I got on to Twitter this morning, and I saw Bishop Sycamore, Bishop Sycamore, Bishop Sycamore. I'm like, what the freak? Who who is Bishop Sycamore? And then I saw IMG, Bishop Sycamore, and I saw a picture of, like, a guy that was definitely 22. And I was like, and and then I, you know, read some stuff. Turns out, Austin, I don't know if you're familiar with the story. So, IMG is uh, a high school down in Florida somewhere. um, And almost exclusively, it cranks out D1 athletes in every aspect. Yeah. So, the football team is stout. It's the best high school football team in the nation. I'm fairly certain that that football team could take down some – low-level, like, D1 football teams. I'm fairly certain. I'm fairly certain. So, ESPN, I don't know if you're familiar with this. ESPN, I guess they've been having to scrape the bottom of the barrel. They've been televising some of these high-level football games, high school football games. And one that they, I guess they aired last night, I believe it was, was IMG versus Bishop, what, what was it? Bishop... Bishop Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore. See, I can't even remember what it is. Bishop Sycamore. Nick, tell them, tell them, tell them, tell them the juicy parts. Well, so they get on the broadcast, and ESPN starts out being very honest. They're like, "All right, now Bishop Sycamore claims that they have several D1 prospects on this team. Bishop Sycamore is also an online only school, supposedly, and so they have to find you know different uh, different parts." different uh fields just different places to practice they don't have a practice field you know to meet or whatever but they claim to espn that they have all these several different d1 athletes that you know d1 recruits all this good stuff and allegedly ESPN the then says out of they're like ohio. you know we have not been able to verify that oh out of ohio yeah they're like, all right we haven't been able to verify this and then other sites bleach report the athletic different people can't verify this either but we're going to trust them and we're going to air this game Right from the kickoff, Austin, it is very evident. <laughs> These are not D1 athletes. These are hardly football players out here. Within the first, I mean, it's taking IMG one and two plays to score each time. Right. And they can't, like, whenever – they can't even – Bishop Sycamore can't even snap the ball without a fumble hardly every single play. It is that evident. And so it goes from, you know – Seven nothing, fourteen nothing, twenty one nothing, to where you know already ESPN's like, you know what? I'm not calling them liars, but something's not adding up here, and it's very evident that the level that the playing field is not leveled right now, and somebody could get hurt. Well, apparently Bishop Sycamore starts going through three and four different quarterbacks. They're all getting absolutely demolished. But I think their defensive line was all D one uh, prospects, like having D one offers going up against these just random guys. Right. They get killed. Ends up, ends up being 58 nothing, Absolute blowout. Well, then it starts coming out online that, oh, well, Bishop Sycamore isn't for real. 
like a real school. And then all these things starts coming out about their coach, how, you know, he has all, he has these charges and warrants out for his arrest for fraud, for assault. And then he has all these civil cases to where Austin, they're getting different hotel rooms for their players to stay at. Like adding up to $110,000 was the bill. They just walked down left. They never paid it. They go into, they went to a, they went to a paintball place. They used 20,000 bullets. They're like, yeah, we have a guy. He's going to come up here right after we leave. He's going to pay the tab. Guy never came and paid the tab. Running to the place out for four hours. No other business, no other people coming in. Gone. Go into restaurants. They don't pay their tabs. Like th- these How stories. Get away with all this? That's what I'm saying. They're like, he's wow. a scam artist. Wow. And they played, they played like three full yes. quote unquote high school football games in two days. Yes. Played three games. And apparently two days. these are all washed up uh wanna be college like, athletes. Like JUCO they're not, dropouts. They're not high yeah, they're not high school age. No. They're like twenty two, twenty three, whatever. Getting killed by these high school kids. And and somehow this scam artist got ESPN's attention to play I yes. yes. They're like I mean this guy this guy could sell a used car to a used car salesman is what they're saying this coach he's is apparently good at what he does, I guess. This yeah. is okay. I believe that this is one of those cases. So ninety nine point nine percent of criminals deserve to like pay their dues and and go to jail and go to prison. This is a one of those catch me if you can situations where we we got this guy, we got to yeah. use him. We have to use this guy in the government somehow. I don't. I don't. Oh, know. Absolutely. This we we have. Talk this about, guy's too talented. He's too talented to put in jail. Our former our former president Donald J Trump wrote the art of the deal. This guy would use that as like toilet paper. This guy could make a deal with anybody. I, we, we, have to, we have to bring this guy. To the Taliban. At, send That's this guy saying, over. Bro. Send this guy over with a like a, a hat, a clipboard, and some sunglasses, and he'll be like, he'll he'll come back 35 minutes later and be like, yeah, we own the country. He'll have <laughs> he'll have the Taliban paying him. Exactly. They'll be like waving. Everyone's gonna be waving American flags. Everyone's gonna be like USA, US. It's like what? He's like, I just, I did my work. We gotta, we have to use this guy. He'll be like, he'll be like how like Dennis Rodman is to North Korea. He's like that to the (laughs) Taliban. Exactly. We we have to use this guy. But yeah, get this. So he was as of this afternoon, he's officially been fired as the Bishop Sycamore head coach, even though Bishop Sycamore does not exist. That's the trippiest part about this whole thing. So what? I guess they did. They have an AD. I guess who fired him? I I don't know. I don't know, bro. I'm I'm still just trying to wrap my head around the fact that so they had so this coach organized. They had a coaching staff. It wasn't just him on the sideline. That would be weird. Oh, they had a they had a full full staff. staff. Headsets, everything. Headsets, the the whole nine yards. They freaking obviously they had full players. Crazy. Crazy, crazy! This is—I kind of want to go back and watch watch a little bit of this this tape, this film. Oh, bro, I I, I watched, bro, I watched about a four minute highlight tape of this uh, this morning. The game was so bad, Josh. Like now, it wasn't even. It's like you put out, you know, like a little one A football school going up against the IMG. That's what it looks like. It like if you put my alma mater out there against IMG, that's what it looks like. I do remember one part I heard that so one of the uh, Bishop Sycamore players got injured and he was you know rolling around and uh, the broadcasters obviously want to say something about the young man could not find his name 
His name was not Bro, registered. Yeah, they're His like, name and yeah. number was not registered yeah, so on, on the roster. So yeah, he was number 54. They're like, yeah, they're like, you know, unfortunately we don't have a 54 on our roster that we were given by the team, but a prayer's up for this young man. Prayer's up for this young man. <laughs> uh, so I think Good I think names. it's safe to say, you know, if y'all at any point in time want to want to fashion together a, a high school Bro, football team, I think, all we these, can, I think we can do it. All these memes going around. Oh, now on ESPN. Absolutely. Bro, all these memes going around saying, oh, man, I guess Cam Newton has to go over to uh, Bishop Sycamore now he's been dropped. <laughs> Hey, speaking of athletic directors, somebody somebody took a picture of uh, yeah. what's her face and Becky from from Full House. You know how she got her daughter. Lori Laughlin. Uh, yeah. Lori, they got Lori Laughlin <laughs> like the AD for for Bishop Sycamore. Oh my gosh, that, it was oh, that's, that is wild. That is wild. So, all right. story. I can't wait. I can't wait to see that thirty for thirty whenever they make oh. it. On Bishop that's Sycamore. Bishop Sycamore, the greatest I, to never. The, I would watch the greatest to never happen. Netflix series on this. Oh, last chance you, but for Bishop yeah. Sycamore, yeah, last chance at HS, last chance high yeah. school. Oh my gosh! Oh, it'd be so good. It'd be so. Good. Hey, if if thirty for thirty doesn't come out with a dog, we we I think we are morally obligated to. We'll do it once we have the um, means and yeah, the capacity. We will absolutely crank one out. So, all right, everybody, absolutely. y'all y'all got anything else you wanna you wanna drop? Austin, you got anything you wanna plug? I no no free shout outs, man. <laughs> hey. I mean, a man, a man of the business. No free shout-outs. No free shout-outs. So. All right, everybody. This has been another episode of uh, the Young Podcast. Uh, we really appreciate, appreciate you guys uh, downloading the episode and liking and subscribing, leaving five-star reviews. The works. It really helps us out. Um, I have been your host, Josh Robinson. This has been Nick Ford. I'm executive producer, Austin Coots. And as always, there we go. thanks for listening.